Oh, cool. The lawnmower is going. That's appropriate. I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear it too, really loud. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. We don't even have like a sound team like creating sound effects for us. We just live life that way. <laughs> so we're doing something fun for the summer, Nicole. What's more fun than, than lawnmowers in the summer? <laughs> Someone else doing the lawnmower? Right. Sipping some tea. Right. <laughs> we're just shaking things up, y'all, here on the Sparkle Hour, and we're cutting down the Sparkle Hour to 15-minute uh, sections. Yes, we wanted to have a little bit of summer fun, and there's nothing more fun in the summer than getting out of work early, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, so we're going to change things up a little bit, have some shorter episodes, have some guests, and we're all going to be talking about ways that you can incorporate more fun into your summer, lighten things up, have a different perspective, and we're all about that here at the Sparkle Hour. Yeah, so tune in and let's have some fun. <laughs> There's really a lawnmower outside. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my ice tea? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my God, you make me laugh. I can't. <laughs> oh, if, my if only they could see what we're doing before we actually start recording. It's, someday, someday y'all, we'll actually do some live podcast recordings. We'll do it, we'll do it live and you'll see the, the, the silly and full bloom. Yes. So we're setting the intention right now for this recording that all technology is going to work in our favor mm -hmm. because we have a message that needs to be out into the world. Yes. And <laughs> right. Exactly. And we're not going to let any laggy audio weirdness stop us from saying what we need to say today. Amen. Right. Hi. Also, we're not going to let any very ridiculous cats get in the way from saying Rambo the podcast Rambo the podcast he has a limited time here so I'm gonna let him hang out um but so we're talking about summer fun and uh what that looks like for us in our business and our life and um what we like our summers to feel like and what we're working towards in helping to really manifest that for ourselves in our lives and in our businesses. So Nicole, I would love to hear from you. I know we asked this to our guests, but what are some favorite summertime memories for you? Um, I think my favorite summertime memories, um, obviously not being in school because anyone who is within the sound of my voice knows that school is torture for me. So not being in school is great. Um, <laughs> I grew up at the, on the coast, so summer meant a lot of time, you know, um, at the beach or at the sound side where it was calmer, just, you know, swimming. I used to love to swim, going to uh, Camp Mundo Vista. Camp Mundo Vista. <laughs> for a week. Ah. Yeah. In the mountains of North Carolina, yeah. Um, was that yeah, like so a, for me, when I think about it, it, it was a Southern Baptist camp type thing. For, gotcha. 
you know, kids. Yeah. Church really camp. beautiful location up in the mountains. Church camp. Yep. For a week. So for me, when I think about summer, I just think about being outside, you know, lightning bugs, beach, pool, um, camp, just outdoors, which is so fascinating to me as I say that out loud, because I'm not an outdoors person now. Yeah, I was still more of a mountain kid, I think. So yeah, just being outside, fun, rambunctious, freedom, longer days. That's what I remember. That's what I liked. Um, what about you? Well, I also loved not having to be in school. Um, I did enjoy doing summer school for a couple of weeks in the, in the summer. Um, and Rambo can't see me right now, so he's going to say hello. So for those of you hearing a cat saying hello, yes, you're not losing your mind. You actually are hearing a cat saying hello. So <laughs> I loved being in summer school for a couple of weeks just because it would give me some more time with my friends and out of my house. Um, I liked it because the structure was quite loose um, in that there was a lot of uh, time for play, learning new games, doing lots of crafts, having, you know, arts time, um, things that we didn't really get to spend as much time during the regular school year doing. Um, and I loved that. I also loved going um, to, to camp with my friends. Um, I loved actually going camping with my family, which we would, you know, try to do um, about one week or it, it felt longer. <laughs> um, but we would try to do that um, every summer growing up. Um, and not glamping, it was like actual camping in the dirt. <laughs> you know, popping up the tent and um, nailing in the tent poles and you know all that like old school stuff and um, sleeping in our cute little sleeping bags and like all four of us all the family in one tent no separation you know just we're all in there and oh, I'm so sorry for the cat um, but you know it's like, okay we had an old this is so gross I cannot believe I'm sharing this but I am we had you know my mom would pack an old like tin coffee can an empty coffee can so we had a place to pee in the middle of the night <laughs> rather than have to, you know, walk um, through the darkness and the snakes and the whatever that might be out there wanting to eat me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> you know, here's your choices. You can either, you know, walk in the dark with your little flashlight, hope it works, or you can pee in the can. I'm like, I will pee in that can. <laughs> right. I think that's a common, common camping thing. It is, it is, um, and it was actually, it was fun, you know, like, we, not, not peeing in the can, that part's not fun, but, like, just being <laughs> camping, like, being out in, in nature, and hearing all the, the, the wildlife, like, just take over the night, you know, stuff that I, I couldn't hear in my little suburban neighborhood growing up, like, you, you didn't hear frogs, you didn't hear, like, all the birds, you didn't hear, like, you know, coyotes howling the distance. And like, I would just imagine all sorts of animals around me. Uh, I, for me, it was like my own little private safari. It was neat. Um, mm. And then I also loved going to the beach. And as soon as I had my license and I could drive, that's where all my free time was spent on the beach, trying so hard to get a tan. <laughs> yeah, that elusive tan. <laughs> a tan that doesn't come to these, you know, white, well, she skinned women. 
No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. You know, I was thinking when you were talking about like, you know, summer, I guess that's when we would typically go visit our family more too. Like we'd go see my mom, pap and, you know, grandparents. So there's more, I guess, time for connection and hanging out with your friends and running, running the neighborhood, you know, cause we had, we lived on a dead end street that had we had a fair amount of kids on our street. So we'd Same. run the neighborhood ride our bikes you know no one cared where we were too i mean no. i know that people say this all the time no one gave a shit where we were as long as we were not in the house bothering them my mom did not care exactly where we were we were out riding our bikes you know um like mm-hmm. and gosh when i think about how far we would ride them now mm-hmm. <laughs> i know none of my friends who would let their kids ride themselves ride a bike themselves that far and it's now, just different so. times now you know people are a lot more scared they're a lot more insular and there's a lot more just crazy shit happening um, that we're aware yeah. of, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, same. Yeah. Like we would get on our bikes and ride or, you know, get on our skateboards and, or roller skates, whatever. Like we would just go, go and explore mm-hmm. and, and adventure. And it felt so good. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And so like when you grow up in a coastal area, like I did, you know, a lot of people have boats and all that. Um, and like we would go to the neighborhood three, about a quarter of a mile down and they had a dock. And so we would go crabbing oh, there. Um, yeah, that was always fun until the first time when I realized what was going to happen to the crabs. I wasn't very happy about that. But uh, yeah, so crabbing was fun. And I had this little friend named Susan Hurst who lived uh, about a mile or so down the road. And she Hi, had this really... I know. I'm like, wonder where she is. So when you think about the whole Dawson's Creek background, like the backyard of Dawson's Creek, I don't know if anyone's watched that, um, where like there's the marsh and the channels and the boats and the docks and all that. That's the back of her house. Like that is where she lives. Wow. And um, one day we decided it would be a good idea to take the rowboat out and we got stuck. (laughs) (laughs) It was, the tide was too low and we couldn't get ourselves back in. Um, and what happens with those marshes that when the tide goes out, it's just nothing but mud and oyster shells. Oh so you goodness. can't actually walk back. It's quite awful. Like your feet will get cut up with oyster shells. So yeah, so I remember that one summer getting stuck out in the marsh oh with my Susan. <laughs> so one common theme that we've been noticing, not only with ourselves here, but just with all of our guests that we're talking to, um, for summer fun is, you know, just that, that freedom, that that uh, relaxing, that being outdoors, like finding a way to be outside of that, you know, man-made box that we find ourselves in otherwise. And how interesting is it that as adults, it's something that we still crave and try to figure out ways to get back to that, you know, even no matter like if you have one week of vacation a year or two or three or whatever, you know, your allotment is, um, like, don't we just kind of live for that? What are some of the ways that, that you're working towards, um, creating more of that space, um, in your own business? Yeah, I think when we, when we talk about that, I feel like it's like about utilizing the day. Like, I feel like we use, utilize the day differently in the summer. Um, you know, there's more time for play. There's more time to sit on the deck and just have a drink and watch the sun go down. Mm-hmm. And then you still have time to do something else if you want to, you know, it's just, it's a different pace. And so I've found myself within my business 
being willing to give up some of the time of the work time to go just sit and relax a little bit. And, um, or like this morning I had a cancellation, so I wasn't too worried about it. You know, I was like, I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, and it's so much easier to do in the summer. It's true. I mean, we, we're fortunate to live in fairly temperate climates, you know, even if it gets really hot or even if it gets, you know, really cold for the most part, it, you can be outside for a decent amount of time without, you know, needing to seek shelter, which is kind of cool. It's kind of a huge blessing actually. And it's funny too. Like I find that also, you know, my, my work schedule in the summer is so much lighter and, the, the parameters are, are farther spread for me. You know, it's not, it's not so rigid where I have to sit and I have to, you know, do X for a certain amount of time. Like I can grab my laptop and go somewhere or I can grab my phone and go somewhere and, you know, do some work that way or not. Like I can just leave it and leave the work for a little bit and go out and grab some some vitamin D, <laughs> you know, and some fresh air and uh, like allow myself to just kind of reset. It's really fun. Yeah. I feel like summer's my most creative time. I, feel, I think that one of my, most of my ideas and creative thoughts happen in the summer too. So it's where I do a little bit of dreaming about my business typically during the summer. Isn't that fun? You know, so many people want to try to tie it to the calendar year. Like, oh, it's, you know, January 1st. I've got to have my plan in place for the next year. Like, well, maybe you can plan it when the inspiration strikes. Right? Yeah, baby. Yeah. (laughs) So what was one thing you hated about summer? Because you know me, I'm all about the shadow and light of things. So what did you hate about summer as a kid? Um, getting bored because there was always so much structure in place. As soon as that was like completely removed, like, well, what the hell do I do now? Like, and you know, like, do I, do I watch TV? Do I have, hello? Hello? <laughs> oh my God. He can't see me, you guys. He can't see me. So he's saying hello. He's just literally sitting on the other side of the furniture. <laughs> God bless him. So um, the thing that would frustrate me, I remember as a little kid, is, um, yeah, that lack of structure. And then, like, I would get bored. Like, what do I do? Like, I, I'm not being told what to do right now. Um, so sometimes that, you know, extreme freedom was, like, overwhelming. Like, well, what do I do with all of this time now? Like, what do I do with all these ideas? And that's okay. Like, it's okay to feel like, whoa. Um, you will land, you will find your grounding if you allow yourself to feel all of that, that expansion, that space around you, like you're going to land where you're supposed to. It's kind of cool. Um, I also remember like being, um, I, I can vividly remember being in my room and, you know, it was summertime, friends were on vacation, so I didn't have my, my normal play pals to go hang out with. It was just going to be me. Um, so I would create games to do with my brother, um, or I would um, start writing. <laughs> I would just start writing and make up stories and songs and fantasy lands that would, you know, be populated by my dolls or my toys or my, you know, kittens or whatever. Um, and 
like hours would pass that I didn't even realize that I was just creating this wonderful imaginative space and inhabiting it. It was awesome. Um, but getting there took some time, took some going through like a place of fear, a place of overwhelm and a place of, you know, just not knowing. So. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I was the opposite when someone tried to put structure on me during the summers when I hated it, like vacation Bible school, freaking hated that. Hated it. it. It was brutal. Hated it. No, can't say I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you like it very much? No, not at all. No, not not even the juice and cookies could save it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, shit. So, how do you like? How do you deal with that now? Like, how do you not recreate stifling structure? Well, I don't go to church. Enough I don't go to church. You don't go to church. Uh, I don't go to church. <laughs> I don't volunteer to do vacation Bible school. Yeah. So I think it's interesting. It's probably because I'm so out of that structure now. It doesn't really bother me that actually it's turned around that summer is when I'm more likely to take a course or I'm more likely to jump into like a little challenge online or you start to think about, well, what would I like my business to look like a year from now and to put structure in place around that? So it's interesting, but it's because it's mine. It's yours. It's something I'm interested in. I'm not interested in Pledge of Allegiance and, um, yeah, Pledge to the Bible every morning at Vacation Bible School and crafts. I hate crafts. You do? (laughs) You're not crafty. I'm not a DIY. No, I'm not a DIYer. I'm not crafty. fucking hate popsicle crafts. I hate all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I know. So awesome. I like story time and music time. No. Not your thing. No. <laughs> eat that shit up with a spoon. <laughs> no, like I would just be sitting there going, these people are stupid. Why am I here? This is dumb. Oh, that was Who sick. cares about a sock puppet? <laughs> Who cares about a popsicle stick, you know, frame for my mom? Oh my Give me God. some juice and cookies and I want to go home. <laughs> 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 Sadie got bored birth very early. <laughs> no patience for that shit (laughs) no it's like why are we here what are we doing this for now did you have pets growing up of course i had a cat from the moment i was born i've never had a not had a cat never not had a cat any dogs or never not had a cat we've had a couple of dogs we weren't really dog people they didn't quite last so um we had two dogs i can remember muffin and scraggles those are good but yeah and who brought this home? Kimberly. Kimberly's more of the dog person. Kimberly loves her some animals. She does. And and again, the dog thing. It's not a dog. It's a prairie dog. Right. That's cute. <laughs> One thing I remember, and I know we need to um, probably wrap up pretty soon since this is supposed to be a short episode, but we just get together. Right. But it's two, it's a twofer. It's, it's a as twofer. if we both did one for 10 minutes. It's a twofer. Yeah. There you go. Enjoy y'all. And, a, and and, and the cat. <laughs> <laughs> give Rambo some juice. Jesus Christ. I need to give him a popsicle stick craft to work on. <laughs> work on a song. I or, used to you know, like we, weave one of those mats, like the little, you know, oh, yes. pot, pot holder. Weave a pot holder, Rambo. 
those things annoyed the shit out of me though. Like I hated them. Like I just, I couldn't get it. Like I couldn't figure out how to do a braid. <laughs> couldn't do yeah. a damn braid. It was annoying. Um, I know how to do it now. So there's that. Um, I had this dog, Laddie. He was um, part German Shepherd and part Collie. He was a beautiful mix. He was a stray that wandered down my street one day. Um, and I begged and pleaded, can I keep him? <laughs> and uh, I won that battle. So Laddie, the dog, he looked like a Collie, but with like this, like, just he was so sweet. He had like this thick muzzle. Um, and he was super docile and just like, he, he thought he was a lap dog and he was just giant and he just loved me and he would let me do absolutely anything like dress him up and take him on walks. And, uh, there's pictures I'm sure floating around of hello of me and Laddie, the dog going on walks in the summertime and he's wearing like a fedora and a shirt and a tie and he just looks he looks good <laughs> and this stupid <laughs> little girl walking him around like you know hey look at me I dress up my dog and we're going for a walk to the park but it was every day we would you know dress up and take him on this long ass walk and my mom didn't mind because I was out of the house not oh. annoying her and right the dog didn't mind because he was hanging out with this crazy girl it was a good time though Oh, Laddie, that's Lanny. sweet. Yeah, he's a good boy. Ah. Oh. I don't know where that was going. <laughs> Just no, we were talking about cats and dogs and dog people, cat people. Yeah. So I wonder if our listeners are dog people or cat people. Yeah, I'm always curious about that. I feel like it, I feel like it's, there are a lot of people that are both, but there's a ton of people that are either, you know, yeah. like I probably wouldn't have a dog. You know, I've just always been a cat person. And Kimberly would prefer never to have a cat. Um, I mean, she would not like them, but she's definitely drawn more to dogs and um, exotic animals. And my niece, Devin, is open to everything. Body, dog, cat, snake, you name it. I'm like, keep that snake away from me. So, yeah, what are you? People? Are you dog people? Are you cat people? Are you what are your favorite people? memories from your summertime? I my friend Susan has no animals has never had one and I was like you know what it's very rare for me to be friends with someone who does not like cats I said you're just very lucky <laughs> <laughs> right because each one of those animals has a special energy to them and you know you may not know this when you're a kid but like you're you're drawn to them and they're drawn to you um energetically like there's there's something there um that's worth yeah. exploring I always feel like I'm drawn to difficult things and challenging things. <laughs> so cat, you know, getting a cat and love you can be a little challenging. Um, oh my God. I love avocados. Getting the, getting a ripe avocado kind of challenging. Like all the things I love in life, it's like right on the cusp of challenge. <laughs> I, I get that. I think that. Yeah. We're just having like a for real conversation. <laughs> it's That's like, just whatever. it's all about that's how summer is right it's easy breezy relaxing floating down the river I loved being able to like have these endless winding conversations with my besties though like Mm -hmm. that was wonderful like there was no you know bell about to ring saying all right time to you know pencils down or whatever go get back to work no yeah campfire therapy sessions pretty much 
That's so good. Therapy. I love me some campfire. Let's do this. You guys, we are going to have the most kick-ass freaking retreat planned for y'all. And um, we'll let you know more details as uh, they begin to solidify. But just start dreaming with us. How about that? Yay. And yay, I get to see you before too long. We're going to be at Podcast Movement in Philadelphia in July. And we are having a little, um, yeah, we're going to be hanging at the, at the Continental Midtown. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be happy houring there. So if you are a listener and you live in the Philadelphia area or you want a road trip just to come see your Sparkle Hour friends, <laughs> we would love to have you. So look on our, you know, go to the Sparkle Hour page on Facebook um, mm-hmm. because we have an event listed there to tell you all the details about it. Yes, and it's going to be so much fun. It's not hosted, so we're not buying drinks for you. You got to buy your own damn drink. But we'll Mm -hmm. we'll toast you. (laughs) We'll toast you. We'll We'll, we'll harass the bartenders into creating the sparkle teeny. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Oh, that's happening for real. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't just want to hang out with us in Philly? Philly's down, man. I'm so excited, you guys. This is going to be my first trip to Philly ever. Cheesesteak. Water ice, Cup of Cabana on South Street, um, Rocky Steps. These are musts. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I'm so excited. A Philly pretzel, too. That has to happen. A Philly pretzel. I don't even know what that means, but I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> they say that Philly is the, city, the, the um, city of brotherly love um i feel like it's the city that uh just loves to eat you know it's all about the food there's no love it's only the love for the food (laughs) well i love food i'm down yeah (laughs) all right you guys send us your favorite summertime memories share them with us on our facebook page join our private group when in doubt sparkle that shit out and always visit our website to catch up on past episodes um, and uh, check out show notes for fun ideas. Definitely visit our Sparkle School for um, getting some Sparkle skills and some special giveaways that we have for you there. And you can join our mailing list, which is absolutely free, where we will be sharing all sorts of great details, including an upcoming retreat. But you got to be on the list if you want to know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's enjoy some summer sun today, huh? Yeah, I'm done. This was my last thing. Woo! <laughs> Coley out. Coley's out, y'all. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. We'll check we you love out you. next time. See y'all. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Sparkle Hour. Today's episode was brought to you by Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching. And the Blessings Butterfly. To learn more about the topics discussed today, please visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com. And remember, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please.